There's a word from the Lord this morning as we celebrate what God has done and what God is doing and even what God will do. At the beginning of this year, we introduce the theme for this is a special year here at Bible Way. It is the 60th year of this ministry, the Diamond Jubilee year of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. And we began a series of messages the first Sunday in March, simply entitled the Diamond Jubilee Series. For God, last year gave me a whole host of messages and I asked that I research, pray over, share, and let it be a part of what God is doing in this special year to consecrate, to elevate, and to celebrate. I said to the 8 o'clock audience this morning, we're not here to celebrate Bible Way. Certainly not here to celebrate Pastor Jackson. Listen, I've been pastoring almost 30 years. I've never once had a pastoral anniversary because it's not about Pastor Jackson. It is about what God is doing in the kingdom of God. So we're here to celebrate God. Anyone know that you're here to celebrate God? With that in mind, this is the third message of this series, the Diamond Jubilee series. And the text for today's message is found in a very familiar, powerful, inspirational passage of scripture. Psalms 27. And we are reading this morning verses 13 and 14, the last two verses of Psalms 27. We've chosen the NIV translation to read this very powerful passage of Holy Scripture. Listen to the words of Psalms 27 verse 13 and 14. David writes this psalm and he says I remain confident of this. (laughs) Am I in the right place? I remain. In other words I am still confident of this that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living wait for the Lord be strong take heart and wait for the Lord and those who love God's word said amen amen diamond jubilee series here is the message for today lifted directly from the text subject is entitled the goodness of the Lord anyone know that God is still good I need you to do me a favor before you sit down turn around wave at someone and say God is good now clap those hands if you believe that take your seat the goodness of the Lord listen I am sure that we all have as we have just heard at some point heard that expression over and over again God is good 
And in recent years, they've added all the time. And they came back with, and all the time, God is good. The question, however, is, do we really and actually know what that means? <laughs> I know we say it. But I've been in church long enough to know that people say a whole lot of things they don't know. <laughs> they just say it because someone asked them to say it. But the truth is, do you really know what that means? It has been said that the expression God is good means decolumping that God always Somebody help me say always, always, always acts in accordance with what is right, what is true, and what is good. Can I say that again? When we say that God is good, it means that God always, without fail, acts in accordance to what is right, what is true. And what is good? If it's not right, and if it's not true, and if it's not good, it's not of God. And it can be from anybody else, grandmama, granddaddy, uncle, co-worker. But if it's not right, can I say that again? And if it isn't true, and if it isn't good, then it does not come from God. Why, Pastor Jackson? Because goodness is a part of God's nature. That is who he is. God is the standard. Listen to this. God is the standard of all that is good. He's not the exception. God is the standard. He is the model. He is the perfect model that we should strive to emulate we, we ought not strive to be like anybody other than God listen I appreciate and I admire your affection and your confidence in your pastor but don't, don't base your life on mine don't try to emulate me because I don't know I am not perfect and so far so good, but I am liable to mess up one day, okay? And I don't want you to hold that against God. God is not a man that he should lie. Whew. Or the son of man that he needs to repent. If God said it, it shall be done. If God promise it, it will come to pass. Somebody say, good, 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 good. God, God is good. God is good simply means that he always, here's that word again. Someone help me say always, does what's right. And so if it's not right, it did not come from God. All these fake prophets, all these fake saints, 
all these folk who bring you bad news and treat you like dirt and a dog that says God told me to do it the devil is a liar the God I serve always does the right thing amen folk have always asked me the one question I get as a pastor more than any other question is this how do I know you know this pastor Lawson how do I know if it's from God people have sat on my couch they've called me and they asked me this question pastor well how do I know if it's from God I said is it good is it true does it lift somebody up uh, does it look out for somebody else then it's of God if it's a lie if it's pulling people down if it's dogging somebody out, if it's well, I got to give you a piece of my mind. This may hurt your feelings, but I got—I don't care if I hurt your. That ain't God. God is good, and you do know everybody who ends up in the house of God don't act like God. Y'all do know that, right? And you do know that all titles don't come with an anointing some comes with an appointment <laughs> I just thought about something I better leave that alone can I just say this don't y'all get mad at me but y'all help me preachers and so they can get mad at you say all appointments don't have the anointing Some appointments are just because you can organize. Some appointments is just because you can do things right. You can count straight. You can do stuff. But it doesn't mean that you have the anointing on you. Some appointments is just for your natural talents, but not your God-given anointing. But when you have the anointing, the anointing, destroy it. The yoke. So don't you get fascinated over appointments. Preach Pastor Jackson. Because they are not all anointed. But all good and perfect things. God does what's right. His plans are always good. Look at this example. Perhaps one of the best examples in all of scripture. In the book of Genesis chapter 50. There's a story about a man by the name of Joseph. At age 17, Joseph was betrayed, uh, persecuted, and sold into slavery by his own brothers. Joseph's own brothers put him in a pit, sold him into slavery. Joseph ended up in a dungeon, spent the next 20 plus years in a strange land called Egypt. However, God saw fit to turn his situation around. 20 years later, there's a famine in Joseph's homeland. Joseph's brothers must leave their homeland. I'll give you just a synopsis of it and go to Egypt just so they can feed themselves and their families. They go and says, in order to get food, you've got to go see the governor of Egypt. They go and see the governor and to their surprise, here sits Joseph as the governor of all of Egypt. They're shocked, they're surprised, they're embarrassed, they're humiliated. They fall down on their face 
and they beg for his forgiveness and say, brother, see fit in your heart to give us another chance. Joseph says to them in verse 20, get up. You intended to harm me. But hear these next two words, but God intended it for my good. Is there anyone under the sound of my voice has a but God testimony? The enemy tried to take you out, but God. The enemy thought you were done, but God. The enemy said you'll never be anything, but God. People gave up on you, but God. I wonder if I'm in the right church. Can I get about 100 people to stand to your feet, throw your head back, and give me a but God praise somebody said but God but God you thought it was over but God you intended to harm me but God somebody say but God but God but God but any any but God testimonies wave your hands in the air like you just don't care and tell your neighbor neighbor you are looking at a but God testimony if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side I should have lost my mind I should be dead I should be still sick I should be still locked up I should have died on the operating table but 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 God see some but God testimonies I see some but God testimonies y'all are gonna make me preach I've got to preach at three o'clock so I'm trying to hold back a little bit but I cannot help but think if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side. Y'all got 20 seconds to think about one thing that God did for you that only God could do. And you oughta, you oughta, you oughta, you ought to give God at least a 10 second. But God pray. I'll sit down. Trying to move on, but God, but deep, but God, throughout the Bible, we see that God's goodness extends to everything He does. Psalmist says of God in Psalms 119 and verse 68, You are good, and what you do is good <laughs> everything God made originally when he created the earth was good man polluted it and tried to destroy it but God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 having created the earth God saw that what he had made and it was very good James in chapter 1 of the book of James in verse 17 writes these most profound words 
every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights what who does not change uh, like the shifting shadows in other words God is good all the time that's what James said but here's what prophetess Mazali Lord said <laughs> otherwise known as mother Mazali Lord when I think of the goodness of Jesus Matt tried to preach my sermon and all he's done for me then my soul cries out hallelujah thank you Lord for a say let me try that one more time when I think of the goodness of Jesus is there anybody in here could think of one thing that God did for you that only God could do come on is there anyone in here can think of something that God did for you that man could not do did God turn around anything on your behalf has God ever healed your body has God ever put food on your table clothes on your back has God ever made a way out of nowhere that good job you have is because you've got a good God that good neighborhood you live in is because you've got a good God that good car you drive is because you've got a good God those good-looking clothes you wear because you've got a good God you've got the next 30 seconds to give a good God your good and best praise Lord I thank you some of you haven't clapped your hands yet Lord I thank you oh you didn't have to do it oh you didn't have to do it what you did you brought me from a mighty long way should have been dead sleeping in my grave but God somebody look at somebody look at somebody and say neighbor before you judge my praise you ought to at least hear my story I haven't always looked like this I haven't always lived like this I haven't always worked where I work I haven't We haven't always had a church like this. But when I think of his goodness and all. Good God. Good God. Good God. Good God. I heard the old preacher say, good God Almighty. Anybody serve? Good God! Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the church say yeah. Let the church say yeah. Woo! Let me get to this next.
In this incredible text, Psalms 27, only 14 verses. Go home and read it. I hear you. Somebody's still giving God a good praise, but he's a good God. Y'all help me. Look at somebody. You need to go to work tomorrow and tell all your bougie friends. The reason you got that good job is because God is a good God. When the devil thought he had you, God turned your situation. Let me preach this. Let me. Psalms 27. David, David, the author of this most inspiring song, uh, appears to have written this during a period of crisis in his life and during the lives of the people of Israel. For David mentions in this psalm of only 14 verses, David mentions phrases that indicates to the homiletical astute scholar of biblical literature that this is somewhat personal. David says, the wicked, my enemies, my foes, and false witnesses. David begins this psalm in verse 1. The New King James Version of verse 1. David writes, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Three times in this one verse, David uses the possessive pronoun my uh, he, he says look I, I, I've got to make this personal I can talk for Israel but I need to talk for David <laughs> uh, the Lord is my light and my salvation look at somebody sitting next to you and say I don't know who he is to you but God is my light <laughs> and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid verses 2 and 3 the new King James version David goes on and say this in verses 2 and 3 when the wicked uh, came against me uh, to eat up my flesh my enemies and my foe they stumbled ah, yeah 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 and fail. Verse number three, David writes, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me. In this will I be confident. Verse number five, the new King James Version, David writes, he shall set me high upon a rock. 
verse number 10 new king james version david goes on to write when my father and my mother forsake me the lord will take me and take care of me anybody know he'll pick you up can i get a witness when i don't have a father when my mother is sleeping in the grave the lord will take care of me has he been a father has he been a mother to anybody in the house then give god your best praise listen then david goes on in our text references verses 13 and 14 and i've chosen a different translation for these verses and i'll tell you why at the end but david writes these words in the niv translation uh verses 13 and 14 david writes this he says i remain confident of this that i will see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living then david writes and this is why i've chosen this translation wait for the lord we'll talk about that be strong and take heart and wait for the lord there are three key insights in these two verses that i want to share with you and then we'll take our seat three key things that comes from these two verses take a picture of them on the screen write it down and i need you to remember this first thing that comes to mind the first key insight is this david remained confident no matter what let me say that again because there are a whole lot of flaky saints there are a whole lot of folk that are strong when things go right there are a whole lot of folk that have confidence when things go your way but David said in the midst of my enemy coming upon me to eat up my flesh I remain confident the message Bible says I am sure is there anyone in here that's still confident look at your neighbor and say neighbor I don't look like what I've been through but I am still confident I still have confidence I still trust God I'll still wait on God I'll still believe in God I'll still worship are there any confident believers that says I remain confident look at David Whew, I've been through something wounded in the house of a friend trade by folk who I thought were on my side my own son tried to overthrow me destroy me my own wife was embarrassed because of my praise Whew. but I never lost confidence <laughs> is there anyone who's been through something and you still have confidence 
first key insight, David says, I remained confident. Second key insight is the heart of the message. Confident of what, David? (laughs) I've got to preach this. You said, I remain confident. But of what? I'm glad you asked. I remain confident that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In other words, that I will see God's goodness in my life while I'm still alive. Let me preach to this side of church. A whole lot of people tell you, hang in there because oh, when we all get to heaven, when we all get to glory, what a day of rejoicing that would be. And that's good. And I agree, but can I remind you of what David says? I am confident of this, that while I am still alive, I will see the goodness of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you will testify before you die. Some of y'all ain't said nothing yet. Turn around and say you will testify before you die that God is a healer, that God is a way maker, that God is a heart fixer. Anybody know that you will see the goodness of the Lord right now? Any praises in here? Any praises in here? Get you a praise partner. Find you somebody that don't mind praising God and say, neighbor, help me celebrate what God is going to do. But I don't have to wait until I see it. I can praise God. Get you a praise partner. Get you a praise partner. Come on, Elder Wilson. Come on up here and be my praise partner. Get you a praise partner. Everybody, get you a praise partner. And say, neighbor, before we die, we're going to live to see the goodness of the Lord. Shout now. Shout now. Praise God now. Yes, you will. 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 Y'all got about 30 seconds to put your best dance on right now, right now, right now. You will see it. You will see it. You will. 
your praise partner and say, partner, we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In the land of the living. In the land, Barbara, of the living. Help me praise him. Help me. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, when I oh, think of the goodness and when I think of this goodness, how he set me free, I can dance, 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 all night. Oh, when I, when I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I can dance, 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 one more thing with you. Woo. Somebody say, share it, Pastor. I just want to make sure, do I have time? Uh, share one more thing. I know the Lady Gamecocks play at one o'clock. I promise you I'll be done by then. One more thing. Insight number three. Woo. Now, this is why I chose the NIV translation. Because it uses, Cheryl, a different word than the New King James. David says this in the NIV translation. He says, wait, and here's the word that's different, for the Lord. It's a difference when you're waiting for something that you are expecting to happen. Wait for the Lord. And while you are waiting, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I gave an example of something that God brought back to my memory that happened a long time ago, long time ago. I was in the seventh grade. And I went to the seventh grade at Hopkins Middle School back in the day, long time ago. And one, one evening after an activity, 
you've got to understand that Hopkins Middle School was down the country. It was getting dark. And we had an event. And I was waiting around after the event with some other kids and their parents. Whew. Look at somebody and say, wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. You'll catch this. And all the other parents came and took their kids away. And I was there, but I wasn't worried. Wasn't afraid. And one of the parents asked me, son, do you want us to take you home? Mother Jackson, I said, no, I'm waiting for my father. <laughs> and they say, are you sure? I said, absolutely. Because he's my father. And he may be running a little late, but I know he hasn't forgotten me. am I preaching to look at somebody and say neighbor I'm waiting for my father he may not come when you want him but he's always on time one of the teachers came out and said Daryl are you alright I'm alright teacher says I'm going to wait here with you because you're waiting for your dad and the teacher knew my dad and said I know your dad and I know he's on his way Ooh, good God almighty <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm preaching to somebody right now that it hasn't happened yet but you refuse to give up because you're waiting on your daddy and you're waiting on your father and God promised he would deliver you and it didn't happen last week but you're still waiting for God to show up anybody's waiting for God to show up in your life clap those hands open your mouth and give God your wave at somebody and say I'm waiting for my father and so now see and that about 10 minutes later here comes my daddy down the street. He says, son, I'm sorry I was late, uh, but I knew I had to get you. Daddy didn't forget about me. Daddy was right there to pick me up. I stopped by to tell somebody, you can wait for your daddy. You can wait for your father. Anybody waiting for your father? Leave your seat. Meet me at the altar and say, I'm waiting.
why did I know he would be there? Because I had a good daddy. <laughs> Mother Jackson, in the natural, I had a great father. I had a good daddy. And I know it was tough, and my dad struggled sometime, and he showed up. He had been working on the oil truck, and he came. He still had his work clothes on, but he showed up. <laughs> he was a little late, but he showed up. And he said, son, you know I'll never forget you. I knew he would show up. I'm here to tell somebody right now, your dad is going to show up. <laughs> Y'all help me bless somebody and say it may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. It may not even be next week. But I'm here to tell somebody, wait for the Lord. Be strong. God will show up. Listen, as we gather at this altar, one of my absolute favorite songs of late has been C.C. Winans' song the goodness of God in fact my wife told me this is her favorite song she actually turned me on to this song Ooh, the goodness of God sister Cece wrote I love you Lord for your mercy never fails me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of the Lord because all my life, woo, <laughs> you've been faithful. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me try that one more time. All my life, woo. You've been faithful. All my life, you've been so, so good. With every breath that I'm able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of the Lord. Because all my life, God has been faithful. Listen, as we bless you with this song, listen. For your mercy never fails me. Come meet me at the altar somewhere. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up, from the moment I wake up, to lay my head, oh, I will sing. I will sing of the goodness of Any worshipers in here? All, All my, my life, life you have <laughs> been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, uh, oh, I will sing. I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. Anyone God has ever led you through the fire? The darkest night. 
not in the darkest you night. Like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a father. Ooh, a good father. I've known you as a friend. Yeah. I have lived yeah. in the goodness of God. Yeah. Hey, This is chasing you right now. I surrender now. I give you everything. Oh, yeah. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Say, Your goodness is running. Your goodness is running after me. David writes, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Look at somebody and say, goodness is chasing you. Mercy is chasing you. God's goodness is trying to catch you. Some of you have been running for a long time and God says, I'm right behind you. Goodness is right behind you. Your goodness, your goodness, your goodness is running. It's running. Is running after, is running after me. 
everyone. Lift those hands. This is a pivotal moment for someone. You perhaps lost your confidence in God. <laughs> Almost gave up. Because you've listened to the naysayers that told you it will not ever happen for you. Things will never get any better for you. But I'm here to declare and decree the devil is a liar. For David said, I remain confident of this. <laughs> that I will see. <laughs> Somebody shout, I will see it. I will see it. I will see it. I will see. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living God says before you die you're going to see my goodness uh, I will allow you to testify some of you God is working on your testimony right now God's getting ready to turn some situations around but what allowed David to declare that was that he had a relationship with God you can't declare it if you don't have a relationship with God. That's why in this verse, I share with you at least three uh, possessive pronouns that David used. My God, my strength, my light. David had a relationship with his God. So here's the challenge. Are you with God? the way God desires you to be do you have that kind of relationship with God that you can declare that I am confident I am absolutely sure that I will see the goodness of the Lord some of you are about to see something good happen in your life some of you in the next week in the next month the next year perhaps even the next day God is about to do something on your behalf but you need a relationship after this prayer if you want that relationship with God you cannot be ashamed to stand up and says I need God in my life remember this same David this same David danced in the streets until his robe fell off. His own wife was embarrassed over his public praise. But when you can care less about what other folk think about you. Whew, somebody lift your hands and say, this is personal. <laughs> this ain't about y'all. Y'all go talk all you want. This is personal. Whew, somebody needs God right now. This is personal. And after this prayer, if it's you, we'll meet you at that altar. And God's goodness will run after you and chase you down. Ooh. Deuteronomy 28, I'm going to preach this in sometime at 3 o'clock. And all these blessings uh, shall come upon you and overtake you. Woo. 
<laughs> ah, somebody say all these blessings. God's getting ready to bless someone. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that we need you at this very hour. Help us to remain confident like David was. That no matter what is going on in our lives, that we will live to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Someone will be blessed. I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I am confident that someone under the sound of my voice will be blessed. <laughs> And we say thank you for turning it around. Thank you for when my enemy and my foe came upon me to eat up my flesh. David said they stumbled and fell. Thank you for when my father and my mother forsake me. Lord, you took me up. You took care of me. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And everyone that loves the Lord said amen amen your goodness is, your goodness is chasing you are here come on come on and you here come on if you want to make that commitment I'll, I'll, I'll wait on you at this altar and someone anyone you want to make a commitment you want to commit you're looking for something bigger than yourself come on thank you Look at God. Running Look at God. Your goodness. Your goodness. Your, anyone else is running. Running after. Come on. This is between you and God. This is nobody else's business but you and God. Running after. Anyone. God's calling you. Give God a hand of praise for this old son. God bless you. Thank you. Your goodness. Oh, come on, let's celebrate the word of God, the goodness of the Lord. Anybody know that his goodness is running after you? What an awesome word from God. You may stand as we prepare our hearts for our vision offering. We want to remind you of the $7 sacrifice that God has laid it upon our pastor heart. $7 per week, that's all we are asking. And it's going 100% of these funds strictly for our youth zone, strictly for our youth zone. As you see the QR code, you can scan that code. You can take the phone out and scan that code, and it takes you right to our giving. And you can check the line that says vision offering many of you have already said that you want to be a blessing let me share this with you we are almost halfway there amen of our four million dollar goal we've already raised almost two million dollars for our youth zone and by the end of the year we'll be walking into that facility we thank God so much and our pastor shared this with us this morning not only our youth zone but we're getting ready to 
Amen. Do some work on our Family Life Center. We're getting ready to remodel our Family Life Center. I know Mother Jackson is pleased to hear that name after Bishop Jackson and also our Dream Center. But it's because of the sacrifice that you made. So if you need an envelope, just raise your hand and the deacons will come and they'll give an envelope. Want to say again to the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta, thank you and God bless you. And once again, join us for dinner in our wellness center. Amen. Right after this service, it will be someone out there to let you know where you need to go. To those of you that are going with us to Sumter, join us. Amen. In our wellness center for dinner also. That service in Sumter starts at 3 o'clock. Don't forget about the Tuesday night service with our women's ministry. And then certainly on Friday, my uh, Pastor Parrott, once again, the sister of Minister Cedric McFadden, she's going to bring forth the word of God. And then on Sunday, amen, evangelist Ruby Holland, a wonderful, wonderful woman of God, is going to preach our Women's Day. With uplifted hands, let's look to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word of God. God, we thank you for the goodness of the Lord. Now, God, we thank you for those that came and pressed their way to those that are viewing us through our live internet. We thank you once again for allowing them to come. Now, God, dismiss us from this place, never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destinations. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said amen. Thank you, and God bless you. take this time to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website. That's BWCAR.org.